Hola. Welcome to episode four of Word to Your Mama. But this is a special episode because it is the first of many installments of a special podcast within the podcast called Relatives. So relatives will have my relative, Naisha Sepulveda, on and well, I don't know. We're, I think we're we're gonna start off maybe once a month. We'll see how it goes. But we have all these crazy stories. But it's really about, I think, black and brown unity that we need so much more of because I feel, especially during these times in, in the history of this country, but especially now, we need to unite because the powers that be, the racist powers that be, um would be so fucking shook. But, you know, my relative and I have known each other since 19... I think we get into it in the in the section. 80-something. 88. 89. No, 1989. I think that's when it is. And um, since the 80s. And I feel that our exposure to each other's cultures really help f- shape us and form us. And also, we just have some crazy-ass stories that when I tell people, they're like, man, you guys have some crazy stories, like a movie or a show. And I was like, yeah, totally. So well, let's get into it. Let's start it off with a little bit of you know, beginnings, the history of it, and then we'll have one once a month, if not twice a month, and there'll be special episodes. So let's get into the first relatives. What's up, relative? What's up? What's up? How you been? <laughs> hilarious. Hilarious. Um, hilarious. So I was telling people beforehand, I was telling them that, you know, I wanted to do these special episodes because we call each other relatives, even yes. though we're not related. Just because, But it's like we're best. We're more. I think we're more than best friends, right? Yeah. We're, like, we're family. So that's why we're relatives. It's relatives. And I think you were the one. I think you, it was your thing. That you were like relatives. But, yes, all because of gang affiliation. <laughs> <laughs> for <know>. sure. <laughs> for the bloods and for the crips. Right? <laughs> you know, it was all about the bloods. And Dago, 619. <laughs> Hence my um, headband. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If you happen. can see her, she's wearing a red headband. Um, you got to keep it real. Got to keep it real. Um, but, I, you know, when I was trying to, like, I was making, like, notes of how we we're going to, well, we're going to talk about this first episode Let's just talk. Let's take it from the fucking beginning. Because I, I couldn't remember. We met at junior high. We were like seven. It was geometry class. It was who's geometry grade. class? Mr. Reveal. Oh. That's his name? Yes. He was so mean. I was just talking about him like three I, days ago to somebody. I, I blocked that motherfucker out of my head. Because he was traumatic. He so was why. traumatic. Yes. He was like a professor for ninth graders. Yeah. Oh, he was the worst for Trig. Yeah, that's right. So that's how we met in that class. Well, that's how I saw you. I saw you and Yuna, and <laughs> you guys are writing these letters. I'm like, oh, all interested because they were so cute. How you guys did the the um cutout for the mags, and oh, I was yeah. like, that's my style. Like, I like that. Oh, and then yeah. from that, yeah, I kind of like snuck in, introduced myself at some point. I don't really remember the exact exact 
time, but I know it was oh, that yeah. class. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I totally forgot about that shit. So that yeah. was ninth grade. Ninth grade. So I met you in and ninth. So we met, we met you in ninth grade. Yeah. And that was my first year. Plus I was looking for friends because that was my first year in public school. So oh, yeah. I was definitely looking for friends and you guys are there. Bam. Yeah. Because you, you came from, we we're, we're from San Diego. We talk about this shit all the time. Um, from Dago 619. But you came and transferred, but you came from Southeast San Diego, which is right. hood, like extra from the, hood. From the barrio, from the barrio. From the barrio, skews, skews, skews. And so you came to our junior high. And so when you came, before you met us, were you like, what the fuck? Because it was like all Mexicans and Filipinos? Well, no, I went to school with all Mexicans. Oh, all yeah, because you went to, what was the name of your school? St. Jude Academy. St. Jude Academy, by the freeway. And- by the freeway. By the five freeway. So, yeah, um, it wasn't too traumatic. It was just kind of like, whoa, big world. Because yeah. I've always gone to the same school for 10 years Ooh. or nine, something like that. Knew all the and same no people. uniform. <laughs> Plus no uniform. So now I'm like super grown in ninth grade. Get to do my own thing. <laughs> yes. You're like, free. Free. Free, free, free. In so you were already exposed so because you went to you went to a Catholic, it was a Catholic Catholic school, Catholic school. Um, and then so you were already already known and exposed to Mexican culture. Day one. Day, Day one. one. So you like you knew the candies. You just, So coming to our school wasn't that big of a shock because I keep telling people and I was telling the Supernatural Bear, I was like, for nutrition. No, nutrition break went hard. For nu- Right. For nutrition, you could pick your choice of chips. With the cheese. With the cheese. All the time. With either you can have jalapeno juice and jalapenos or just jalapeno juice with no jalapenos (laughs) or just the jalapenos and no jalapeno juice. (laughs) Yes. And if you had open bag and you eat it like with like your fingers or with like a spoon or something. No. Or you got it like that and squeezed it out like (laughs) smash the bag together and got it with your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and then we had like those bomb Mexican burritos. Tortas, tortas. We had the tortas, and we had the but we had the little breakfast burritos. At, oh yes, yes. Those were so fucking good. And they used to sell those also like at swap meet too. Those exactly. Kind of- and then we had paletas. Like man, we had it was like it was good. If you went to that school, you were exposed to Mexico. We were two exits away from the border. Two. It's South. It's called South Bay, San Diego, um, and then so what was interesting is that like it was a group of Mexicans, and I'm Mexican, but I didn't hang out with just Mexicans. <laughs> right, right. You was with everybody, as D would say, the Rainbow Coalition. Everybody, you was right. Everybody. We, but it was like, but then once you came into the fold, it was you, and then it was Yuna, who's Korean, but her dad is Korean, born in Mexico. Mexico, <laughs> right. And then yes. it was me, and then it was you, and then we were like Benetton, like <laughs> United yes, Colors of Benetton, sure. like someone representing every country. Yes, that's crazy. Crazy. <laughs> I love That it. was what, 1989. 1989. That's crazy. It was like, okay, so, 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 okay, let's, let's go back. So, Mr. Reveal, Mr. Reveal, uh, he was traumatic. And the reason why his name didn't click in my head was because I pushed that shit out because he tried to say that if I didn't finish his class or if I didn't do better, I wasn't going to graduate. 
And it was this whole thing that was fucking me up. Yeah. And then he had a meeting with my mom, who's, you know, she barely could speak fucking English. I was going to say, she didn't even know English. And then, and then it turns out, oh, no, I was just saying that to motivate you. <laughs> this that fucking part. asshole. Yeah, he was an asshole. And I ended up getting, like, a D in his class. But I knew I did better than that. But he was just that much of an asshole. Racist. Race. And I am so happy I saw him as an adult. Yes, on the you military did? base. And I went up to him. This was years, like, way back in the day. Did you tell when me When I lived shit? in San Diego. I'm sure. I lived in San Diego, and I saw him. And I went up to him. Hey, Mr. Reveal. He looks at me all crazy. I was like, oh, are you Mr. Reveal? He's like, yeah. I said, I was in your geometry class, ninth grade. He's like, oh, you know, at this point, we're both adults. So he's like, oh, okay. You know, just basic weird. Oh, you know, what's your name again? You know, they always try to remember everyone's name, yeah, but they yeah. don't. And it was just basic talk. All right, nice seeing you. Bye. He but looked the same? He was alive? Same, but older. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because he would look old as fuck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> probably dead now, though. <laughs> For sure. He has to be dead now. Because he was For full sure. gray hair. Like, if he had glasses, right? He yes. had glasses. He was hella fucking old. It was geometry. You're right. I remember because we had to do the proofs. And it was like stressful to go to his and fucking class, He just man. taught. He didn't teach and, like, get responses back. He just taught. Who knows the answer? Yeah, we got to it. Boom, boom, boom. Move on. Like, yeah. Dude. Yeah. He and was checking your work, he was just like super upset about it. Like, dude, I don't know this shit. Teach me this shit. <laughs> I don't know these proofs. Like, come on. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, so we started talking then. You came up to us and then um like what was your what was your analysis? Oh, cause cause Yuna and I we used to do letters and with other people too, but we our letters were on point. Our letters yeah. were like collages. Oh. I remember I did like a a, a pyramid with a handle and shit as letters yeah. art straight <laughs> same art. basic Love shit it. <laughs> yeah super simple but bomb like i shouldn't say simple because it wasn't simple but it was like when you think about it like oh that's super creative cut out for mags post it on add some words to it here's your yeah. letter yeah we were we were creative we were creative so but what was your like not knowing us yet or how, besides the letters, what else were you like? Oh, I want to talk to them. We're just like, oh, they're just. I heard you guys talking, and you know, I know I knew that I needed. I didn't say try back then, but I knew I needed to try. Yeah, I yeah, knew I yeah. needed people to hang out with, and I think I had you for another class, and then others for another class. Mm -hmm. So I kind of got to get to know other people like that. Then I just started talking to you guys more. And then I don't remember the exact moment when, you know, lunchtime, hey, come hang with us type move. Yeah. I don't know when that happened. I can't remember. That's crazy, but, man. That's hilarious. We um, start hanging. But, but and I know that we we bonded. I tell I was telling the supernatural bear this the other day. I was like, we bonded because we had asthma, we had inhalers, Tissue. and we had <laughs> tissues tissue. in every fucking pocket. <laughs> the tissue that oh, I you still too? do like like no one like no one understood that no one no one understood my pain um and I, I think maybe because I was an honors I was in honors classes but then I hated it so much that I had my mom take me out which I shouldn't have done stay in school uh right. stay in honors classes don't get out because it will help you in the long run but I was just so over it because I was like fuck I have to see all these same nerds every class like I wanted right. to be and like you, like in the regular classes, 
with everybody and have every class you had different people maybe one or yeah. twice overlap but I like I hated it and so I remember so I wasn't sure I think I might have been out already by that time at, at ninth grade I don't remember um but you were like the the second the third black person Oh yeah, yeah. I already know the other two. They sisters, right? <laughs> yeah, but before that, what was uh, her name? The first one was Homegirl. Remember, I was like the one that I was gonna fight or do something. Yeah, Annika. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that girl. When that's she's the first one. She's the first thing. one I met in elementary school. Oh. So one of the one of the things that I talk about, and one of the reasons why I wanted to do this was because you and I are the epitome of black and brown unity, right? Like, <laughs> For sure. Oh, so. Yes. B black and brown unity. And so I feel like I was hella lucky because I was exposed. I met homegirl, Annika, whatever her name is, in elementary school, but she, I, didn't, I didn't hang out with her. So I, w I didn't understand. Like, I remember one day she had, like, short hair, and then a weekend <laughs> passed, and then she had... Hella long, right? she had like hella long hair, and I was like, "Wow!" Like I didn't understand, and we didn't know, like we weren't exposed to that. But it was Miss Sherelle and Lynette, the two sisters that I met in junior high, before you came, they and I met them because they were like, "Oh shit, she can dance!" Right? <laughs> yeah, because we're like they did. They wanted. They came. They were new to the school, and they wanted to do. I think they wanted to do a drill team or something. And so I did a drill team, and then we would like like freestyle dance and I would just do dancing. And I remember, I remember, you know how I wooed them? I wooed them with my Janet Jackson. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. You know, the one that like the, the pleasure principle Like I was like wooing them. I was, they were like, you could do that. I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. Do, 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 do. And they're like, oh shit, she can dance. And hilarious. then so, so what grade was that, that you met them? That was like seventh or eighth grade. Okay. Maybe okay. eighth grade. So like maybe the year before you came. So then I remember I was like, they were like, oh, you can dance. And then I was like, oh, I love dancing. And so and so that was, you know, we're from another age bracket kids. You know what I'm saying to you? So it was right. another time. And back then it was just like you had to, you know, listen to one type of music. And you can only hang out with certain right. friends. But we we broke all those fucking rules. We were like. Mind, mind you, hip hop was barely thriving. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so. exactly. And so we were like, you know. It was all the, and so I was just like, oh, I love new wave, but I also love hip hop. And so I was like torn, but I was like, fuck it. So I was hanging. So when I remember the first time I went to Miss Sharon Lynette's house, they're like, do you want to come over? Oh, I think we ditched or something like that. It was like a ditch day. Oh, you were ditching? <laughs> that was, that was pre you for sure. Cause yeah. you would have ditched with us, but it was, it was pre you. We would ditched. And I remember we were like smoking weed out of. A pipe made out of uh, aluminum foil. We had Thunderbird and Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah, we were doing it big, kids. We were doing wow. it good, and we were doing it big. And then <laughs> we went to their house, and then I was like, what's that? And it was a pressing comb on the stove. <laughs> <laughs> I learned so much from Lynette and Michelle, dude, because I, I had no idea. Right. And then they were, telling, they were putting me up on game. They were like, you know, homegirl. Annika, I was like, yeah, I go, she has short hair. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, that's fake. I was like, what? Like, blew my fucking mind. I was like, what? Like, how is she keeping it in? How is it staying? Like, yeah. Just all those questions. 
all those questions. So they were like, I was seeing them do it. I mean, mind you, they weren't really up on their hair. <laughs> now, now that we're older and, you know, but was up on their hair. But yeah, but I, I saw pressing comb. I actually saw them do it. And I was like, isn't that burning? I was shocked. I was like, isn't that? What's all that smoke? <laughs> <laughs> Your hands on fire. What's, What's going that crispy crit? What's that crispling? What's that? <laughs> Excuse me. Oh man. Hilarious. What is that crisping? What is that crickle crackle when you put it through your hair? I had no fucking idea, dude. Right. Um, but so anyways, going back, so then you came along and then I was like, it was interesting because, you know, all of all Mexicans are not alike, all black people aren't alike, all Filipinos aren't alike. <laughs> and then so you came along and I was like, Oh, awesome. She has allergies like me. <laughs> she has inhalers. But I did have a curl, a jerry curl, I think. You did have a jerry curl. You look yes. like you you came, you had a jerry curl. So then I learned about that shit. And then you had a uh, the African medallion. No, no, we got that later. Remember, we was on the high search for it. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Got it together. Oh, yeah. We was on a mission for those, baby. <laughs> no, we, uh-uh. <laughs> I ain't had that yet. Oh, yeah. Not yet. <laughs> you, not yet, not yet until, until you finally look like D. <laughs> from hip-hop, from... What was that show? I forgot. Uh, MTV. A, it wasn't MTV. Well, she maybe she was on MTV too, but the one who got she's beat by one, Dr. Dre. Yeah, I was gonna say that same shit. <laughs> oh my god, it's not funny, but it's funny. Exactly, that's how you know her. Yeah, and then yeah. she was also in a Homeboys video. Give it here. Don't say Don't nothing. Say nothing. Give, Give so you look here. like that. Yeah. Um. Okay, yeah. so that was after. So we were just, we just, I guess we just started hanging out and then we'd go to like Eunice's house. She lived in a nice, nice ass neighborhood. House. Yeah, that she, was the rich area. She lived in Bonita, excuse. With a pool. With a pool. Yeah. With a sunken living room. Yeah, she, she a, did. House was nice. She had yeah. her own nice ass room and all right. her, her brothers had, her two brothers had their own room. We were like, what is this life? <laughs> I come to your house. I was trying to go to your house too. I was trying to go to everybody's house. <laughs> Anybody's house. <laughs> but at that time when we met you, you didn't live in the Chula Vista. Where did you live? You still lived in Southeast at the time? Staying competitive in these dynamic times means having the right technology at work for your small or medium-sized business. Whether your goal is to grow, downsize, or modernize, Panoply BPO provides the right combination of tools, support, and affordability necessary to make it a reality. Visit panoplybpo.com. That's P-A-N-O-P-L-Y-B-P-O.com to schedule your no-obligation consultation today. Mention WTYM and get your 13th month of service for free. Panoplybpo.com. There is a better way. No, no, no. I lived on Dairy Mart. So Dairy that's San Isidro. That's one exit from Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of two. Yes. I lived on Even Dairy Mart. Closer. We had closer. just moved from Southeast, from me from the eighth grade to the ninth grade. And that's why I went to Southwest Junior. That's yep. crazy. That's crazy. And then yeah. we just like started vibing. And then I think 
one of the main things that really helped us bond was our love of special ed. Man, was that ninth grade though? That was ninth grade, right? Nah. Because you didn't go because you didn't go to you didn't go to Southwest. Right, I, but then you came to Chula, so I think it was tenth grade. Oh, uh, was it Chula? It wasn't junior high. No, I I don't. That didn't start until because I don't remember like Una nowhere with the whole special ed thing. No, because you know what? Because Dennis, who I still talk to now, he drew me an illustration of this one bunny, this like popular animation, oh, the wearing the special ed shoes and carrying a special ed tape. But we didn't have the shoes in ninth grade. We had those in high school. So I was at Chula. I was, at, I mean, I was at Southwest and you were at Chula. Yes. Remember you went to Southwest and you came over to Chula. Yeah. I came over 11th grade. Oh, 11th. I thought like half a 10th. No, no, no. It was a whole oh. year later. I came the okay. 11th grade. So, yeah. okay. So yeah. So you're like, what special ed? They liked uh, special education. <laughs> no. <laughs> special bus. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not no, even no, we love special ed. Those of you who love hip hop know who special ed is. You heard it yeah. in the intro. Um, yeah, he was super cute. We, but the funny thing is, when we got into hip hop, we were the right. We were the only ones that were really into hip hop, hip hop, like East Coast, Coast shit. Like yeah. yeah, like the origins. We were like. We got the special, we're called special ed shoes, not because they had like thick platforms or nothing. They was <laughs> Right. Please. They were not corrective. <laughs> Clear that up. Clear that shit up. You are absolutely right. We got special they were, ed shoes because they were the shoes he wore in the I Got It Made video. Yes. Uh-huh. And how did we even find these shoes without the internet? Please tell me. Right. Right. We were fucking super sleuthing from jump. That's when we were building our skills, Nye. Yes, you did. <laughs> really? Skills that we still have to this day. Please believe it. Internet, internet just made it easier. But you are absolutely fucking right. Kids, we didn't have internet. Not even computer. We, no, we didn't have none of that shit. We had those rinky-dink old computers that maybe you got to go to once in a blue moon to make the little just, square go around into a, a another square. Just to do work on, just to type on that. Thing. Yeah, but nah, we didn't have that shit. We probably, because I know you or someone, one of us, maybe you would record the videos on yeah. any video thing. Yeah, for sure. Rap City, Video Soul. Yo MTV Raps. Yo MTV Raps was the shit. Yeah. Um, and you, we would record them, and then we would be like, oh, shit, it's time to watch it. We watched the fuck out of a I lot of videos, but especially <laughs> special ed. And we were like, ooh, look at those shoes. And then we went to Foot Locker or something, one of those at Plaza Bonita. Bonita. The map. Yep, Foot Locker. They were at the bottom because nobody was up on game. Nobody knew them. One of these shoes, plus it's Cali. Who needs boots in Cali? Nope. Because <laughs> they were oh. boots. <laughs> <laughs> they were like hiking boots, I think. I don't know. I wish they I would have they kind of look like my rain boots right now because they had that, right. that shell like that because they were like snow. <laughs> they were, they like were sn definitely hiking boots. I just bought some Merrill hiking boots. They look yeah. just like that. Yeah. Super but comfy the, and everything. They're super comfy and, you know, waterproof, you know. They had to be hiking boots. They had to be hiking boots. But they were light, though. They were like, they weren't heavy like usually some hiking boots. They were real nice. But they were like some off-brand. They were like... 
I wish we knew. We don't know. I wish we still had them so we could kind of look them up. But the 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 visual, the defining thing that you knew, and the reason why we figured out that they were specialized, the way they look, but especially because the shoelaces. Remember, had a little bit of green, little green and, and black, <laughs> and a little black, yes. a little mix. Green um, of our color, forest green. That for is. please believe it, forest green only. Like so, we were so special ed, East Coast hip hop out. In Southern California, two X's away from the border, we had those boots, and then we had the three-quarter links puff puff jackets. Jacket that we never forest, needed. <laughs> forest green that each pocket had uh, uh, full of tissues. Oh <laughs> An inhaler at the top. Yes. We didn't even need these jackets. That's the crazy part about it. We was just all about the style. Not one. We never, no, we were just like all about the style. And then, uh, so then we started really just getting into that hip hop style, but East Coast. So people were all remember people were always jocking us like always. it would be like, oh we uh some boutique. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> where'd you get the, where'd oh where'd you get your shirt? Oh my mom got it in LA, New York. <laughs> we always Anywhere. say LA, New York. <laughs> you will never know. <laughs> so crazy because fashion was such a big I mean pa- fashion is a big part of the now, but it, not like back then. Back then it was just like Okay, everyone's wearing rocking polka dots. Boom. Got my shirt. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Everyone's uh, housing it and wearing like the floral t-shirt. <laughs> yes. Wearing the floral. Girl, I'll house you. Don't Girl, house I'll me. house you. <laughs> hey, yes, that shit was popping. And so we were all about the fashion. So at that one time, you guys remember of our certain age bracket when you were wearing those super thin <clears throat> kind of like pullover. But it was super thin and had the hood, and we had them oh, yeah. in all colors. We had all the hoodies. We had yes. all the colors, and and Basically, people were like, "Where did hoodies. you get those?" Yeah, shirt hoodies. And then we were the please. We we set it. Me up we set this. it up. We Come set on, it up. Please, please back me up on this shit. Remember when that white dude? We went to summer school, and that white dude, he was like from Sweden or some other country, and he came with the baggy jeans. Yes rolled up at the bottom yes. and we were like what and he was like hella nice and kind of cute we had curly i think he had like yeah. curly blonde oh my God, hair i'm barely remembering this yes yes and then he came with the baggy pants and you and i were were jocking it like oh is that the new move and then we started doing we it and then everybody started doing move. it everyone everybody <laughs> yes it was those Princess. pants a little bit baggy and then it was a little bit rolled up or super or like little wide leg right and then we had the 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 shoes the shell toe shoes the cute little bubble shoes because it was oh, it was the that black time ones. I had the black ones yeah. with the um, steel toe with the steel toe yeah. the shell toe the steel toe yeah we call them the bitch kickers and then remember um <clears throat> and then that was the same time so it was that time of round the way girl so it was like the jeans the yeah. jean shorts the, the baggy hoodie. jeans a black shirt a hoodie yes. Man, Wow, that's what's up. But then, oh, because shoes kind of were like the low Doc Martens. Yes, yeah, we had to that's go a, to the to the to the mod the place in Chula Vista. Oh, it wasn't emo then. It was it was mod. It was. I don't know what, what it was we, called. It was kind of uh, like goth, but not goth back yeah, then. Was, I think we called it. Goth. Yeah, we went to the Green Circle. Wasn't that was it called? No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. It was that was that was a bar. Um, I forget what it was called. But you know who knows? Uncle uh, Mr. D knows because he's from San Diego. He I was the Berlin Wall. 
Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I mean, we were going to a store called the Berlin Wall. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had all the, anything you want, black. Yeah. Doc all Martin. the Doc Martens, all the Creepers, um, all the, the shirts jacket. with Morrissey the Smiths, suspenders, oh, had oh, all that was... shit. Had all the British, uh, like new wave shit. And we went there because we were up on gamers. Like, let's get just these these awesome dope shoes to go yes. with our baggy jeans that everybody am I not even lying? Am I lying? Not everybody lying. was jocking. It's like, oh, where y'all get that? We ain't gonna tell you down the street, but um <laughs> LA. <laughs> LA, New York. LA. Yeah, For we sure. were just like just up on that shit, but it's like you guys are seeing it too, but you guys are just, I guess they're just not noticing it because they're watching they're the same shows. They're not knowing how to put where... it together. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Man, we were in it. Fashion. We were doing it, man. We were uh, fucking doing it. Those days. Um, so before, like, so we're going to have these, right? You're going to, you agreed. You were dope enough to agree to do this so we could tell our stories because I tell different people our stories and they're like, what? They're like, you have the craziest <laughs> funniest stories like unbelievable but it all that shit happened to us it happened <clears throat> and i feel like uh, as well especially like during these times we really need this shit we really need the the black and brown unity and i feel like you you and i were lucky Re regardless if you wouldn't have met me you were already exposed to the mexican culture so there was like right. you knew it so it wasn't <clears throat> it wasn't a mystery there was like no fear. You're just like, okay. And then I was exposed. I loved hip hop so fucking much that I feel like it saved my life. And it's like and we then discovered was... hip hop together. Like, but yeah, you got way more into it than I did. But oh, you know what I do remember, Nye? I remember we were in the back seat of my Thea or Jerry's car. And this is when I first met you. So that was like your first time hanging out with my family. And we were like, by Alberto's taco place or something like on Palm Avenue. I remember. And then, and then I remember, um, either it was either Queen Latifah came on or like he put on a tape or something. Cause it might not have come on the radio Queen Latifah or it was, um, um, X clan. Ah, <laughs> uh. How X deep, was kind of on the radio, deep. right? That was kind of so maybe might have been what is one of those two songs I remember. And I remember it came on, and I remember it's just, I just love all that shit. And I remember learning all the words, writing them all down, so I knew every single line. I remember you looked at me, you gave me this look of disgust, and you were like, <laughs> "How do you know all the words? Like, you know these words?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, so like funny. yeah, I went deep. Like whatever I loved, that's when I." I should have known. Like back then is when I started nerding out, even when you, there was no internet. Like if I love something, I went deep and I needed to know all the words. I need to listen to it all the time, write all the words down, and I need to know every single word and every single um, uh, ad lib. Like if they said, mm. You're still like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's crazy. Um, but so, so, you know, that's why I feel this is important. I feel. Um, you know, eventually, hopefully someday I want to do possibly a, a show. We've been talking about it like we want to do a show about this because I feel it would show so many, um, so many facets of this interesting dynamic because For sure. at the same time, we're discovering, we're, we're learning about each other's cultures, uh, especially because of where we live. And then you're taking me to like 
We'll Where talk I about live. this in the future, but a you're taking family. me to the dip. You're taking me to Fan Band. You're taking me to all these places. Alabama. Um, psh, I was the white girl when I went to the Black Family Reunion. Still have that picture. Please believe it. I'm going to post it. We got to post <clears> it. Yeah. Um. It just, like, I mean, so many things. I mean, like, we've been through so much together, but I feel like um, our story is is also universal because I feel like... So it's just not shown like in the media or it's not talked about too much where it's this dynamic or these types of neighborhoods, you know, and I feel like representation matters. And I feel like this is a great way we could tell these stories, catch up to because, you know, I'm on the West Coast, you're on the East Coast. um, And then (laughs) (laughs) let's make that clear. The South. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm here, y'all. <laughs> I made it. And so for this episode, I kind of want to just give that origin story, and then before, like other episodes coming up, episodes we'll be going into like specific stories and shit like that. I mean, our stories together and our stories individual, I feel are breaking cycles, generational trauma, yes. um, you yes, know, yes. identity, uh, just so many fucking levels, and it's a lot of shit that. You and I didn't know until we became older and told each other, like, oh, word, you were, you were, you same shit happened to you? Like, oh, you were going through the same shit or, you know, stuff like that. Right. Um, so I feel like that's important, too, because I think to see the evolution of, of friendship, evolution of becoming family beyond friendship and being re- becoming relatives. I mean, that's what we call each other, relatives, really yeah. for the short Um Stuff like that. And then so I wanted to maybe get to know you a little bit or let the people get to know you because they hear me talk all the fucking time. They don't need more really, of that shit. Really? Yeah. So, and then people want, you're like, really? Who's that? Yes. Exactly. So, Naisha, do you want to you want to tell them your full name? <laughs> it's it's kind of long, y'all. But I'm just going to tell you my first and my last. <laughs> Naisha. Sepulveda. Oh, excuse. Excuse. And where does that, that name come from, Nai? That comes from, you know, this dude from around the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's Dominican. But we're See. we're trying to learn where it really came from. So ah. we're doing a little research on that. Got it. So you'll oh, you'll you'll let us know where the yeah, real origin. But, but it's from uh your husband. Right. His last name, Dominican. And um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's so that's word. that. Um, yeah. So you're on the East Coast. Right. The South- Mother I'm of two. South- Southeast Coast, Florida. Southeast, Florida. Mother of two. Mm-hmm. Dog that's lover. Right. Mother of two dogs yeah. as well. Mother of two doggies. Yep. <clears throat> and we'll get into it too, but like you lived... In San Diego, then you went to go live in Japan. Japan. You were in Japan for how long? For 10 years, and from Japan, moved to Florida. So, How long has it been now that you've been in Florida? Since, let me see, seven years, and it feels like yesterday. Oh, my God. It does feel like yesterday. I remember when you were like, uh, everybody's wearing uh, hunting gear. (laughs) Tree gear. Yeah, tree gear. It's crazy. So, and it feels the same. Like, it doesn't even feel like a day has changed. Just a little, but for the most part, like, it doesn't feel like seven years. Feels like yeah. I just got here legit, like, last week. 
because you're, because Berto is was in the Navy, so that's why you were in Japan. And then we'll talk about that in another episode because that was amazing. Your experience in Japan, and then me going to Japan to visit right. you. I was there for like a month. That was amazing, um, and just also how it influenced uh, you, uh, your kids. And I want to have Mariano on here. Mariano is your oldest, and he's my, my oldest godson. Son. Yeah. Um, I love him. I love Yaya too, but I just have a different type of relationship with Mariano, and uh, he's fantastic. And I want him yes, to to talk about. It'll be interesting to hear your side of the story of living right. in Japan, being black, and being in the military. But you guys, at one point, didn't live on base, and then you lived on base. To, so right. we could talk about that. I want to hear about that shit, and then seeing how for Mariano how it affected him and. I think in a positive way because he lived over there. And then when he came here, he was just like, what is this education system? Like, what? Oh yeah. He <laughs> like, it's so funny. I can't wait for those stories. Cause just some of the things I remember him saying, he's like, what did, are they dumbing it down? And I'm thinking, <laughs> dude, you're 16. Did you just say that? It's so funny. Yeah, that exactly. Like to even world difference, like yeah. to see it. Like he's, 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 he's on another wavelength. And I, and I love for it. Sure. And I, also, I also tell him that, um, that he didn't get his music taste from you, that he got it <laughs> from <all>. me <laughs> through <At> osmosis. Because, <laughs> honey, I can't even, I can't sing. I can barely, barely dance. <laughs> oh, oh, please believe it. We're going to have an episode just talking about air bands. <laughs> Ooh-wee. Oh, my God. Okay. We, and the, and that, that story includes so many things, but also includes a little bit of Mario Lopez up in there. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> just a little bit, just you know a little saying? bit. Um, so sure. that's gonna be good. So yeah, so like, talk about all that shit. Um, but before we wrap it up, I want to talk about. I do these rapid fire questions for everybody that I have on, um, okay. and I interview. So since this is the first time I'm having you on, I'm gonna ask you these rapid fire questions. Ooh, be easy on <clears> me. <throat> okay, let's go. Okay, take your time. Uh, <sighs> first one. What are three words you use to describe yourself? Fun, loyal, exciting. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's a good, that's a, I, I will concur for sure. Thanks. Yes. Thank what, <clears throat> what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? From my mom. She's always said when I was younger, but just like for relationships, don't start no shit you don't want to keep up. And that goes for anything. Like, don't start cooking every day if that's what you're not going to do for the full time. <laughs> don't start just whatever, you know, wherever it fits. Don't start no shit. You can't keep up. Right? Yes, Vera and that was your. And that was Miss V? Yep. That's, yep. Miss H. There we go. Miss, Miss H. H. Miss V. Miss Vera? No, Miss H. Everybody calls her something. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> yeah, that's some good ass advice right there. Right? Because right. that's true. So true. Don't, People have don't, expectations and don't feel their expectations if you're not even willing to do it and keep it up. So yeah, there it is. It, that's yeah. that's amazing though because I don't think I've ever heard someone, someone that's been told that like don't start cooking and cooking if you're not going to be able to keep that up yeah. for the rest of the relationship. That's some good. Yeah. That's really good advice. Don't do it every day for a month, then slack off the second month. Hey, if you're just gonna do it sometimes, okay, do it Monday, do it Friday. Do it the next, you know. Do from do jump, it keep day. it at that. Like whatever it is, keep it like yeah. that. Hilarious. Right. Okay, so the next one. 
Okay. What are you doing to dismantle the patriarchy? Am I <laughs> <laughs> um, can we uh, rearrange those words? <laughs> I felt like I got so, dumb for a second. <laughs> That's it's fine. So it's like the patriarchy, like you know, it's everything's run by men, everything's male run, right? And we have everything's like the woman does this and the men do this, and all these different gender roles, and everything specifically designed to keep women down. Um, we don't get paid enough. We don't get paid the same. Um, we're not looked at as valuable. All these different things are part of the patriarchy. So I'm always, we're always, especially right now, we're like, fuck the patriarchy because we're all in this fucking mess because dumbass men, right? right. Women aren't usually let allowed to, you know, barely allowed to vote, uh, not allowed to be in positions of power, um, all this stuff like that. And so, like, yes, uh, the, when I interviewed um, Kohler, he's a father of two girls, and I was asking him, like, how, you know, because we could all we all suffer from it, right? We all perpetuate right. the patriarchy because especially as women, as women of color, we don't know how ingrained the shit is within us that even 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 we do the same shit. Like right. oh no, nah, like nah, she's a hoe, she can't blah, 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 blah. like oh no, that's not my place. My place is in the kitchen, my place is at home. I don't deserve to have my own job. I don't deserve my own like we it's so ingrained in us that we we contribute to that shit. So like what what are you what do you feel that you're doing to dismantle that? So it's like I feel for you, I've seen you, especially having uh Mariano, having my godson, and also having Yaya, uh, my niece as a as having a daughter, I think you've done a great job of showing them how strong and independent you are regardless whether you are married or not right and how right. you always always had like side businesses hustles Gotta always hustle it out you right. know what i mean like you you never were like oh i'm only this and this is all i can do you were always wanting more you were always um providing for your family like you had to hold it down on two different levels because your husband would be gone for like six months at a time from jump, you for know? Sure. And I feel like you were showing by actions, you were showing your children um, what was possible. Yes. And I feel like that's what you do. And I feel like you continue to do that because as you're finding out certain things and figuring out what your new different chapters of your life are going to be because they've, they're gone. You know, that's okay. another thing that a lot of people, you know, <clears throat> some people are, I'm, I'm just starting, but some people in our age group as, as parents, but especially as mothers, you know, they're having to deal with, well, what's next? Like the kids are out. Like what's yeah. that next chapter looking like? Like what, what that defines we don't even me? think about? Yeah. We definitely yeah, don't think about like it all until that it shit, you know? And I feel like you can continue, you continue to dismantle by just being you because I feel you're super strong and independent. You've always been that way. And oh, I feel like the strength is in the evolution. And I feel, you know, I tell the supernatural bear, you learn to the day, we all learn to the day we die. I go, and if you're at a point and you're a grown up and you're not wanting, you're not willing and open to learn, then just clock Give out. Like, 
Yeah. It's a wrap. Don't give it up. Because you're not really living. Because we all, I'm, I tell them I'm learning from him. You know, oh, I'm yeah, learning every from day. everybody. You learn from their enemies. You learn from all that shit. And it's just like, every I feel thing. like that's super important. I feel like you continually, uh, you, you don't settle. And I think that's a way to show your kids, show yourself and show others around you. Like, nah, Got like, it. you know what I'm saying? So, right. That's, so, yeah. that's what I think you're doing. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. Thanks for those <laughs> kind words and positive vibes because I don't feel like that every day, but I am that. Yeah, I you are that, but I we don't get Yeah. And we don't feel so, it every day, but we 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 have to be reminded of it sometimes. Right. So, yeah, I, I do do those things that you said. I'm definitely a hustler, hustler at heart and got to keep it moving, can't stay still and even with work, you know, I try to I tell the young kids as well, like, hey, the young women, mm-hmm. stop saying you can't lift this. Stop saying you can't do this or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Things that are gender roles in your head because we got to do better. And if you keep being in that zone, people are going to see you that way and treat you that way. Please believe it. Exactly. So, and so that's what I'm saying. Like, they need to break that shit. They need to, like... uh break those stereotypes those those gender norms of of oh this is all i can do or this is you know it's okay because some guy's gonna do it like nah nah b like right like it's we got this (laughs) you gotta do it you know and i think it's also something um with our generation uh especially the time that we grew up is that one of our motivations is survival like it's always like it's that PTSD, like all the shit from from n- never having enough, like all you know, having too little. There's sometimes where you're just not, um, <clears throat> you're not secure, you know, of of if everything's gonna be okay the next day, and all uh, on top of that, just like any additional trauma that was happening within our family, within ourselves, um, within right. our community, and I feel like so we always have that fucking, like I gotta always. And I, I listen to a lot of podcasts with celebrities, especially celebrities of color, and mm-hmm. they all say that they're like, they're making a grip of money, but they don't want to spend it because they're afraid that it's going to end. They don't end. know what the next day is going to bring. You know, yes. because that's that was how their life was, and that's Embedded, how it is for their family, because we don't know, we don't have that generational wealth. We don't have where we're We like, don't have that privilege. We don't have that privilege, and we don't have that generational wealth where it's like, oh, well, you know. This was handed down and da 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 da. It's like not. Nah, it was like immigrant ass, of color, ass. black, like you know, uh, coming up in poverty, da 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 da. Never being good enough, never having enough, da 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 da. So it's always like a, a survival thing for us. I feel like you know, yeah. um, some people are born with it. Some people yeah. turn into have to deal with it because of certain circumstances. But even then, when they grow up to be adults, some do the opposite and become hella fucking lazy and have no drive. And they're like, fuck it. Cause or they're depressed or depressed. whatever. Exactly. But yeah. I feel like for us, we've just always persevered regardless yeah. if we were depressed or not. But like functioning hey. depressed. I don't, don't know. even know what depression is. What? Oh, we was just sleepy. <laughs> you know, no, you know it's just like we always, yeah, we always push through. Okay. Last question. Okay. What will be your legacy? What will you leave for your ancestors, your, your seed, people around you, your family? Like I always tell my kids, I'll leave all you going to, die with is your name 
your name, your integrity. You got to make sure that you set that up so people will know who you are, what you were about, and how you lived your life. And I think that carries on and it goes, it goes far. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, cause, uh, like I tell people, like all you have is your word. Like, you know what I'm saying? Your actions, that's part of it. Like word is bond. Like what, what's your word? I said, I'm going to do this shit. And people know, okay, you know what? Naisha, Naisha's going to do that shit. Like Naisha's got it. it. She's got it. And and that's priceless. That's priceless. To be like, oh no, you know what I did it. And one thing we'll definitely talk about in the future in the future episode is just like, you know, you being there for me when I had the supernatural bear, and you oh, were trying, sure. you were trying to be there. Like, let me fly out, and then I was just like, I don't know what the uh, fuck uh, I was I thinking. I don't need you, girl. I don't need you. You know, I feel like you're gonna influence. Like, I I was a I was a I was a a dick, but I because I didn't know, I didn't know what I was getting into, and then you know, you were just like. Okay, and then I had to eat shit and call you crying and be like, Naisha, could you please come? <laughs> and then you were there, and it's just like, okay, I felt like good. I was like, okay, Naisha got like she's got it. She got me. I you know, I don't know what the fuck sure. I'm doing. She's done this before, so so yeah, your legacy for sure. Through. We made it through, y'all. We made we're it through. We're here. Yeah. We're here. Um, we are here <clears throat> for sure. All right, Naisha. So thank you. This is going to be amazing. Yes, it's already been amazing. Thanks for having me. And and then we're going to, it's going to be a lot of laughing. <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> too much laughing. <laughs> but the baby. funny thing is, too, is we're going to have photos, kids. We're going to have some photographic evidence of some of these things. I wish um, I could dig some out, but I don't even have any. But I know you got me covered. I, I have some. I wish I had more, but I, you know what? I just did some uh, switch storage units and I have some, I took about the, made sure to take the boxes out that said photos on it to come back to the house. Cause please believe okay. it. I'm going to go through that. Shit. <laughs> Funny time for the Jerry All right. girl. Great. <laughs> All right then really good talking to you. Love you. And until next time. And now introducing Supernatural Bear Corner. Supernatural Bear. Hey everyone, Supernatural Bear here. And today I would like to talk about something that some people complain about, some people don't. Nicknames. What are they? There are alternate names that are not actually real names of actual people. But, um, one of the nicknames I have from my Thea Naisha, who is just on right now, um, is Lil Bruv, <laughs> and honestly, I hate it. I hate Why? it. Why? I don't know. But Thea Naisha gave it to you, Lil Bruv. She always asks, how's Lil Bruv since you were born? Lil Bruv. No? If you guys can't see it, I'm shaking my head. Okay. Okay. Next time you talk to the Anisha, you ask her. Okay. Bye! Whoa! There it is. 
first installment ever of Relatives. It was good talking to her in this way, in this format, you know. I feel like it's going to be therapeutic, these upcoming sessions. We talked after we recorded and we are just like, yeah, this is going to be good. It's going to be kind of deep, um, kind of like group therapy maybe. I mean, I feel like we know so much about each other, but we're going to learn so much more, especially at our state of mind where when we were younger and the different stages of our lives because you know as friends especially when you meet when you're younger you know it kind of you kind of miss each other at certain points of your life and then you reconvene you reunite and shit um where you're talking more or more involved and especially if you move away to other countries and shit but there's always been we could be 10 years <laughs> that has happened but like a year not talking to each other, but when we talk to each other, it's like nothing, like we just saw each other yesterday, you know, we catch up on shit, but it's like we know each other in a certain way, and yeah, it's a special thing, man, it's a special fucking thing, so I also feel like my godson and my niece are gonna be listening to this, those are Naisha's kids, who I love dearly, so I just wanna say hola to Mariano and Yaya, Better be staying safe, kids. Stay safe. But yeah, that's our episode. Also, as always, love to Liberty and the family who are either on their way to New Zealand, quarantining in New Zealand, or roaming free, doing shit we wish we were doing if motherfuckers would just listen in New Zealand. All right then. Peace. Word to Your Mama is owned and produced by Ritzy Periwinkle. Intro Beat is produced by Nico Beats. The Relatives Intro Beat is produced by Howie T. Word to Your Mama is brought to you by RitzyPeriwinkle.com, DonorSharp.com, and PanoplyBPO.com.